This is the Don't Forget to Breathe podcast. In these episodes, we discuss grief, emotions, mental health, loss, trauma, and death of loved ones. There may be triggers that touch pain and other emotions within you. We just want you to be aware before you listen. We hope this podcast will help you on your journey to emotional health. Welcome to Don't Forget to Breathe. I'm Bruce Barker, along with my co-host, Rena Collins. Hey, Rena, how are you tonight? Hey, Bruce. I am well, thank you. How are you? I am doing well. It's uh, It's been a busy week, um, and it's probably busy for a lot of people as we're in the holidays, right mm-hmm. in the middle, and, and our last podcast um, named that the Holiday Sandwich that kind of we find ourselves in between Thanksgiving and Christmas and mm-hmm. and everything that goes along with that. And I'm sure everybody's got got their own stories of being super busy. That might be with work. That might be with planning. Um, I know there's still a lot, and I know we'll tap into a little bit of it this, this evening. There's still a lot going on and things we've talked about before with holiday parties and are you going are you not going did i get invited did i not get invited all of those those things on top of just the um the loneliness the missing the hurt mm-hmm. all of the all of the the grieving um pieces that we talk about that seem to um get much louder or escalate during the holidays. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about that a little bit. And then um, at the end of the show, we're going to give some, um, some information on where you can reach out for support, um, you know, during this time, really during any time, but we want that. We want to make that really handy for everybody. For sure, especially around the holidays. Like you say, any time can be a low moment during grief, um, but the holidays can have a particularly heavy, heavy weight um, when we have that sense of space and emptiness where our loved ones had specific roles, you know, at Christmas right. or and Thanksgiving. And it's like you navigate one and there's, there can be relief after getting through Thanksgiving and then you start to brace yourself for the next one coming up and it just, you can just get your sea legs under you um, as it were. And then there's another one coming. And as you said, do I go to the parties? Am I invited? Can I handle it? What will I do if I get upset there? What if I get triggered? You know, there's a lot of things, a lot of bandwidth going to getting through the holidays. And then there's the flip side of being distracted um, all of you know, distracted with Christmas shopping lists and kids and all of that, and and then there can be a quiet moment when it kind of all comes crashing down. So how to navigate those? So yeah, it, a term you just used that um that resonates is brace yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, Let's brace yourself and. 
I mean, that can mean different things for, for different people, you know, where it could be mm -hmm. like, you know, you're just kind of, um, as I had done before, just kind of, you know, planting my feet and wasn't mm -hmm. happening. wasn't going to participate, right. you know, to mm -hmm. now bracing myself, understanding and knowing that there are, there are going to be emotions mm -hmm. that come along, um, that I will work through. Um, and, and I might expect yourself. some, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Not distract myself. Not I might distract. expect some and I might, yeah. I might, and there might mm -hmm. be some that come up that I don't, I don't expect, but bracing myself, knowing mm -hmm. that it is an emotional time. I mean, I'm personally, I am really looking forward to Christmas, probably more, more so than mm -hmm. definitely more than I have any time since, um, right. my daughter died. Um, but that doesn't mean it's all going to be all smiles, smiles and giggles and everything's wonderful. So I'm still, right. I'm still looking forward to it and hoping for, mm -hmm. for the best, but I'm also aware that right. just like what happened to me on Thanksgiving, right. whatever my, I might have, have these intentions, right? but you know, um, grief and trauma stored in our body doesn't play the same game. Right. Nope, it sure doesn't. And I remember too, you were looking forward to Thanksgiving and then the disappointment when the trigger happened and we covered that last mm -hmm. week and you yeah. were really courageous about being vulnerable last week and playing spin the wheel, right? Yeah, spin the wheel. Spin the wheel, spinning that emotion wheel. Um, but they're so unpredictable at times, um, a lot of times. And I was sharing a little bit with you um, what had happened to me this weekend and led me really thankful, um, led to me being really thankful to having some tools and not being willing to distract myself, mm -hmm. um, from, from the emotions that hit. But I had decided this year that I was in a really, really good space and that my angel tree gifts this year, I picked three boys around uh, my boys' ages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And thought this is this this will be really good. I'm going to honor my boys in this way, and this is how I'm going to bring my boys into being present this holiday. Um, but I kept putting it off for some reason. I've had this list for forever, and I just couldn't find the time to do it. But apparently, as we know, I work well to deadline, so <laughs> I decided, okay, yeah. I have to get this done. Um. So I went out Friday night and it hit me in Target. I was buying games that my boys loved, that I had a lot of memories about. Yeah. I could hear their voices. It's like, you know, our other our other episode when it was when the, the chips, chips talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I could imagine and hear the family dynamics as I was going around picking out these games and wondering if these um there was one 19-year-old, and then there were two younger boys. That's what I was doing. So I was wondering if these mm -hmm. two little brothers would enjoy these games as my boys had. And I had visions of my boys sitting on the floor playing these games. So I thought, okay, um, I need to get through this, but I need to feel the feels. I need to feel the emotions. Um, so I called a friend, and I said, okay, here's the deal. 
uh, I have this this thing to do for these three kids. And so she stayed on the phone with me for 90 minutes as I shopped in three stores. And I didn't use her as a distraction. Mm-hmm. I talked to her about what I was feeling. I didn't distract from what I was feeling. I wanted to be fully present with those emotions as I did this. Um, and she was able to hold space for me and allow me to get through but not distract myself and suppress them and shut it down. Um, And she was able to hold space for both because obviously I was really happy with being able to bless these three little boys and help their folks be able to give them a Christmas. Um, And at the same time, feel the other side of that emotion wheel, which was just the devastation and the loneliness and the emptiness, not being able to buy them for my boys um, and having all the memories. And then I got them clothes and shoes. And um, for the 19-year-old wondering, oh, I wonder if Phil would have liked this and mm-hmm. similar size clothes and shoes and stuff. So, um, And then was able to think, oh, I wonder if, if the, the boys would still wear the same style clothes or if they would have evolved or changed or mm-hmm. um and then the same friend came over last night and helped me wrap these gifts um and I delivered them today but being able to stay fully present in the space and not distract from that was I was just very thankful to have the tools um so that was that was a challenge, and it was one I didn't expect. It just hit me when I walked into Target and walked in and was picking out Nerf guns and water guns and mm-hmm. soccer balls and <laughs> Minecraft socks and um, all the things my boys would have loved. So yeah, it's very thankful. That, that's um, that is so courageous of you and. I thank you for sharing that. And I, it's, I mean, it is really touching. And then I, you know, I mean, what a great, just what a great idea or just, I mean, there's so much there. And, and I know that listeners are going, okay, there is no way I could do that. But once once they get the tools, mm-hmm. you know, that would, yeah. to be able to, you know, things we've, we've covered before where you can feel the feel of, mm-hmm. you know, of that, of the loss and the missing. And at the same time, the joy of, uh, in this case of giving. And mm-hmm. I mean, that must've been, a that must've been a roller coaster of emotion mm-hmm. for you during that time. Big roller coaster, and just recognizing having done the the grief recovery work a few times at this point, I didn't stop in the chip aisle and buy the jalapeno chips, (laughs) (laughs) right, to eat my feelings. Uh (laughs) So that was a win. Um, And then, uh, you know, and it was so interesting because there I was in Target, and Target, going to Target every evening was one of my stirbs, right? 
right. to not, mm-hmm. not recognize the loneliness after the boys died. So there I was on target actually fully staying in my feelings and using that time to to bless these little boys um, and, and just being really thankful that I could. Um, because I remember when my dad left, actually, when I was 10, you know, there were times when my mom was sick and uh, and there were times when our Christmas came from the St. Vincent de Paul in Ireland, you know? Mm-hmm. So... For me, it's very important to be able to give back now and pay forward at the same time. So, and I know, I, I just knew that I had to do it, but I didn't want to distract myself to get through it to do it. I wanted right. to stay and feel all the things. Uh, so I just feel so much lighter this side of it to be able to let myself be vulnerable enough and say, hey, I need you to 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 kind of walk with me on the phone as I go through the store and she held space. So I was very thankful. So that's the other thing that's really important is to have somebody in your corner who mm-hmm. can hold space during the holidays, giving yourself a minute to figure out who that might be, where you can be vulnerable enough to say, hey, this is going to be a hard moment. Yeah. I need you to hold space and not try and fix me. Just Oh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> with with me cutting you off and uh, in in the previous episodes of wanting to do that oh we, the we fixing talked about instead that, of right? holding space yeah we talked mm-hmm. about that we did talk about um, that jody had great feedback actually you know with her question of why yeah you know and i'd kind of talked about the intellectual side of things but i'm curious about mm-hmm. what was going on for you um yeah it was it was interesting um Jody and I talking about it and you and Jody talking about it and <laughs> and the common thing that came up was what was I afraid of right and and when she first asked that question and you had even asked the question and I'm like I'm not afraid of anything I mean that in that situation right. and and Jody had made a comment it was like you were very quick to say you weren't uh-huh. afraid so what are you afraid of and i'm like what are you talking about and then it was spin the wheel right right yeah. because yeah. fear as it uh-huh. as you as a, a singular emotion mm-hmm. you know just putting fear in a box mm-hmm. we all have our our definition mm-hmm. but on the wheel what's below the emotion that we talk about mm-hmm. and then looking out at that yeah then I'm like, oh, okay. There's mm-hmm. a couple of things. And so there was insecurity, okay. um, inadequate, mm. inferior. Mm. Um and 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 it was I think from the inability to make it better. Right. When it's not my not my role, not my space, right. uh-huh. but there's still that inability. Mm-hmm. And which is which inability gives you those feelings or, or those feelings come up of insecurity and mm-hmm. and inadequate and worried or right. and in, um inferior. 
Um, insignificant is another one. And that all comes out of that fear wedge right. on the, yeah. I mean, and if any of our listeners, if you look this up, if you look up the, you can Google like wheel of emotion or feelings wheel or any mm-hmm. number of things. And you'll see this and there's, there's various versions out there and you'll see this, this multicolored circular thing. And at the center, you'll see fear, anger, disgust, sad, happy, uh, and surprise as those cores. And then it's, it's what I say in those wedges of, of those things that are a little farther out there that really put it in there. And so, and, and it, it may tap back into, I couldn't change anything or I couldn't fix it mm-hmm. with Kristen. Right. Even though her death was preventable, I was not in a position to do anything about it. I was mm-hmm. a thousand miles away. And um, so I don't know if, if that's what it's, I don't know where it's tapping into. Right. I'll do some more work to, to find that out of why um, someone crying Mm -hmm. is that that's where it goes. I don't know. Right. But I'm working on it. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty, well, it is very common, right? Um, To either hand somebody tissues or distract them, you know, from if you see them upset or crying and, I mean, we're wired not to want to see anybody hurting. I mean, as mm-hmm. a nurse, you know, if somebody told me they were in pain, I would go out and check and see if their painkillers were due, right? And bring them. I didn't want them mm-hmm. in pain, um, physical pain. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'd make them comfortable or I'd turn them or I'd f- fix their cast or I'd do whatever I could to have them not hurt, right? So it's very right. common. Not to want to see anybody you care about or anybody, you know, hurt. And right. yet with emotional pain, unless we have the right tools, we can actually cause more harm than good by trying to fix it with the brain, the intellectual facts mm-hmm. and and the platitudes and the incorrect information or distractions, you know, the pint of ice cream if you break if you have a breakup or whatever. Um Right, right, yeah. Instead of using the heart. That's the wrong tool for the job. So that's where the again these tools come in really really, really handy isn't the right word, but they come in um as really effective ways to hold safe space for the heart. And when the heart has a way to express and be validated, that's where the healing comes in. And that's where you've played a role in, in helping that pain. So and that's what I'm encur- encouraging folks to do over the holidays and any time really, but especially over the holidays right now. Um with so many triggers and so many um, spaces where mm-hmm. where darkness can be and extreme overwhelming um, emotion is to have somebody who will hold a safe space for your heart um, and not distract you. So yeah, I um, I mean, you know, we've talked about how as a society in general, we don't have we're not taught 
to have the right tools for all right. of this. And mm-hmm. and those defaults that we kind of fall back on of of, of just even of, of maybe how we grew up and you know, so generational um teachings, so to speak. And but one of the things that I've noticed from being in the midst of this and doing the work is seeing more and more of it like it's showing up so i can mm-hmm. see things on an instagram feed and or um a a commercial on tv or something on the radio where there's more and more it seems and maybe it, it it's that this has been the case but more and more <laughs> talk of um, emotional health and mental mm-hmm. health and it coming mm-hmm. and just like being more in the forefront and again not you know not some sort of taboo subject right. or anything like that so i don't know if it's if that's really the case or it's like if you're if you're thinking about you know if you're thinking about buying a specific car then suddenly that's the car you see everywhere mm-hmm. on the road right you know because it's in your it's in the the front I say front of your brain. It's in, right. it's it's at the top of mm-hmm. what you're thinking that you manifest, right? So right. I don't know if that's the same with with this, but um, it seems at least I'm noticing more and more talk, mm-hmm. openness about it, um, about struggles, and those aren't conversations about being weak those are really powerful conversations about being strong enough to say i need some help right and and you know what you and i were talking about is especially in the holidays so mm-hmm. if there is that person that can hold space for you to identify them have that number handy have it you know hopefully you've got them already stored in your phone and that's someone that you can reach out to. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're if you're listening to the podcast as a support person to be able to reach out and go, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, if you need me. And then I know we've talked about and and mentioned that at the beginning of of the podcast of some um, numbers and resources available nationwide that we want to be able to um to put out there so that you've got it handy and ready and Mm -hmm. and that you don't find yourself in a in a crisis position or in a really tough space and you're looking for something or what do i do if you don't have that person Mm -hmm. that's close enough that that you feel safe with that you can call or text we've got some there's a couple of resources here do you want to cover a couple of those or talk about sure i just kept it pretty simple with just uh the national suicide hotline that's 1-800-2738-255 1-800-2738-255 and also there is a website looking for um or where you can look for um a grief recovery specialist to work with, and that's griefrecoverymethod.com. And they have folks in every area and they teach the tools. But in an absolute crisis moment, 
it would be the National Suicide Hotline, or you also have a number to which you can text a message if you want to go ahead, Bruce, and share that. Yeah, and there's um, it's a crisis text line. And so what you would do is text HOME, that's H-O-M-E, to 741-741, and you'll be connected with a crisis counselor. Um, Sometimes it's, it's a lot easier to text and... And so this is really simple. It's just text H-O-M-E, home, to 741-741, and you'll be instantly 24-7 connected mm-hmm. with a crisis counselor. So it doesn't matter what what that, what that you're feeling. Um, you can reach out. You can also reach out to us, you know, via email. That's a little, these are instant ways to get in touch with people, but... Um, if you want to reach out to either one of us, feel free to do that. Um, we are available and it is, uh, our emails one. So Rena's email is turning your leaf at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's one way to get in touch with her. The other is Rena at don't forget to breathe podcast.com. I know that's a lot of letters. And then mine is Bruce at don't forget to breathe podcast.com. Um, so, there's ways to get in touch. Um, so reach out, talk to someone. Um, you do not have to do this alone. And there is support waiting for you. And I, and again, I can be braced for the holiday coming up doesn't always work out when the triggers because those are in your those are in your body and your and that's heart happening overhead so mm-hmm. and just with the contact too in an absolute moment of crisis it's going to be to call or text one of those crisis because neither you and I are counselors right correct, um, correct. so I just want, we would be there for follow up or just for quick email mm-hmm. or or resources to pass on resources over that um sure. but in an absolute moment of crisis and the other thing is to also 911 um yeah. just they have trained counselors as well but just to reach out and it can be really hard to find the resolves the resources when you feel so down and you're in that space um i know that was the the fact for my son and that's why I'm saying find uh, ahead of time somebody that you know who will be there for you. Um, so he suicided the day after Christmas. Again, holidays are tough times. So this is it's very much on my heart to make sure that folks have resources, have it stored in your phone. So mm-hmm. if you don't have resolve or you don't have or feel like you don't have a whole lot of strength, you're not trying to look up numbers. You actually have them stored and it's a lot easier just to hit one button and reach out for help. Yeah. yeah. Um, just want to make sure Definitely. that folks have, have access to help. So. Okay. So that was. Well, I'm not sure if we'll, I know this is kind of a shorter one tonight, um, but we really wanted to get this information to everyone and, you know, a couple of little follow-ups to what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Again, we're still in just another layer of the, of the holiday sandwich and not sure if we're going to be able to, um, to record before, um, Christmas, but, um, if so, 
we'll certainly do that. And for sure after, um, but let us know if something resonates with you and, and how your holidays went, how your holidays are going. Mm-hmm. And we'll catch you on the other side. Good night. All right. Good night. Good night.